Thanks for tuning in to My Weight Live, the podcast where we talk to medical experts about the latest research and how you can apply it to reaching your best weight. If you'd like to learn more, visit us at myweightwhattoknow.com or search My Weight What to Know on Facebook. We're always posting new articles, videos, and tools that make living a healthy life easier. 20 years ago, a physician told Renee Rawls that she had to choose between life and death. She weighed 527 pounds and had no idea what to do next. Since then, she's lost almost 300 pounds and now advocates for other people with obesity. She joins us tonight to talk about her journey with weight and share what she's learned along the way. And we're also going to be hearing from weight management expert, Dr. Holly Lofton. She'll be sharing practical suggestions that anyone can use to reach a healthier weight. First and foremost, Renee, thank you so much for joining us. Thank you so much for having me. So let's start at the beginning. When were you first aware of weight as an issue in your life? I was aware of my issues over 20 years ago when I went in to talk to the doctor about having pains in my back and my legs. And he just asked me to get on the scale so he can weigh me. And when he weighed me, the scale actually indicated 527 pounds. So what did he say to you at that point? What was his reaction? We walked back into the room, my husband and I, along with the doctor, walked back into the room. And so I asked him, what can I do? I didn't know or realize that I weighed that much. And that's he stated to me that you have two choices, life or death. Pick one. Wow. So not at all very constructive or helpful feedback. Not at all. No pamphlet. I'm looking for a pamphlet. I'm looking for a nutritionist I could talk to, maybe a weight doctor that I can talk to. Because I did, again, I didn't realize I weighed 527 pounds. So what happened after that appointment? What was your reaction to kind of being told, hey, you know, you need to lose weight to be healthier, but not getting any helpful feedback? I felt heart-wrenched. My husband and I were on our way home, and we kind of had a discussion about it. And I was like, well, how do you feel? He was like, no, how do you feel, you know? And I was like, well, maybe I could have a surgery or something. Everyone talking about that. And he looked at me and stated, Renee, you do anything else you want to do. You need to make your mind up to lose the weight. So was your husband supportive from the beginning? How, how was he helpful to you kind of along your weight loss journey? He was supportive along with the rest of my family in my research. What else can I do? I, I've tried different diets. I tried the cabbage diet. I've tried eating certain meals, small meals, certain times, you know, tried to beef up a little exercise that I could do. And he was very helpful in, the, in that way, but still, I was not able to lose the weight on my own. So what changed for you? What what did you do that suddenly enabled you to be successful? What changed for me, I actually found a doctor who had experience in weight management because that's what I did realize it was called, weight management. How do you manage your weight? And we were able to talk, uh, not only that I was able to journal my foods, whatever I ate for breakfast, lunch, dinner, snacks, even the cravings that I had. And I was like, I have a lot of cravings. You sure you want that? But I was actually able to write down everything that I ate without cheating on what I did do. And we were able to come up with a strategy that was best for me. Renee, when you were at your heaviest, what was your experience with the people around you? Did you experience weight bias? I experienced weight bias uh, within my family, within my community, on my job, even through my kids. I lost a job 
based on my manager at that time thought I couldn't do a job after 10 years of working on a job. Uh, she just felt like I could no longer do the job, so I was let go. I know that that is discriminatory, but I couldn't really prove that because the way she did it and how it was handled. But I was able to just find confidence in myself knowing I was able to do the job and found another job to go to. What would you like people watching at home who have struggled with their weight and felt shamed and blamed by others, what would you like them to know? I would like them to know that it's not your fault. It's not, and that's why it's so important to talk to your physician. It's so important to get a team of people to help you with your journey because that's what this is. It's a journey, and it's the rest of your life so you can be healthy and be a better you. So I know a lot of people living with obesity feel that it is their fault. Did you feel that way? Oh, definitely. I, I felt that it was my fault, but I had to learn that, well, once I learned that Obesity is a disease. I'm like, a disease? Are you serious? It's a disease? And once I learned that, then I figured out it is not my fault, but I had to find the tools to help me manage this disease, just like you would manage any other type of disease, whether it's cancer, diabetes, high cholesterol. Those are different diseases, but you have a physician to help you manage those. You have a team of people, whether it's in your family or in the community, to help you through that. So this is the same way that I view obesity. It's a disease. It's not going anywhere. Even though I've lost a lot of weight, and it's a, still a journey for me, and it's a disease that I have to have tools to help me manage. Renee changed her life by finding a physician to help support her on her weight journey. Here's weight management expert Dr. Holly Lofton explaining how a physician can help us with our weight. For someone struggling with your weight, I think it's important to talk to your healthcare provider about your weight to let that provider know that you are taking it seriously and that you want to really partner to determine what your treatment options are. Because there are safe and effective treatments for weight management, as I like to call it, because we need to lose weight and keep it off. It's not something that is solved in one visit, maybe not even in a year's time. And the physician can be really useful in referrals and also in managing the plan, whether that's diet, exercise, behaviors, medications, and or surgery. This will be an ongoing process for the rest of your life, and it's important to know that your provider has your health and happiness in mind. So many people feel when it comes to weight management, it's just as simple as eating less and moving more. Did you feel that way initially, and what kind of changed your mind? What changed my mind, I didn't eat less, I didn't move more. Being 527 pounds, I couldn't move more. So what I had to do was learn how to eat and when to eat. And that only came through talking to my physician, talking to, to a nutritionist. And that's why it's important to have those type of people on your team because they can help you navigate through those certain issues that you may face find yourself facing, whether you find yourself, oh, I can't eat this food, I can't eat that food. And that's how I learned most food that we view as healthy was not healthy for me because of my body type. And knowing my body type, working with my physician and nutritionist, I learned to find out what was best for me. And that's, again, that's part of the tools.
So I think a lot of people think, I know what I need to do, I just need to do it. Like what you're saying, you know, like, I know what I need to eat, I just need to do it. But what I hear you saying is a physician and a dietitian actually helped you figure out how to put a healthier meal plan in place, how to deal with cravings, all, all of those things. All of those things are, are very important, even journaling. That's very important. It's part of my tool today. When I find myself getting on that scale, which I do not like to use at all times, but I, the doctor would say, well, I need you to come in, or I need to draw some blood, I need you to find out your weight. That, that's when I try to use that scale. And I'm not discouraged once I get on and find out that it's one or two pounds. I just have to go back to my tool and start all over again. And okay, let's go back to the drawing board and make this work for me. So do you weigh yourself? How do, how do you think about the number on the scale now? I don't think about the number on the scale. I never let the scale dictate me. That's just a number. But what I have learned to let dictate that I'm doing my very best, my clothes. My clothes will tell me whether I'm gaining or whether I'm losing. And most of the time I'm losing, even though the scale showed me one or two to three pounds, but my clothes definitely showed me something different. So what happens when you wake up one morning, you put on clothes, they feel a little tight. What do you do? Do you go back to the drawing board? How do you approach that? I actually look at, look at my journal and find out what did I eat the day before, two days, three days, depending on when I weighed myself in and what I was doing. And I would look and say, okay, maybe I had a little extra scoop of ice cream that I shouldn't have. I don't cheat myself out of my journal. If I had a bowl of ice cream, okay, maybe next week if I'm gonna have ice cream, maybe I have a half a bowl of ice cream. So I just look and see what I wrote down and try to modify the way I eat in that way. What led you to recognize that obesity was a chronic disease and that it wasn't all about eating less and moving more? I actually heard a physician say that obesity was a disease. And the room was full of people like, oh, what? It's a disease. So I found out then it was not my fault. I think I, after doing break, I actually called my mother and because I've always had an issue with my weight all my life. So I called my mother and say, do you know that obesity was a disease? She was like, no, I've never heard of it. It is, so that's why it was important to me to get with a physician to help me navigate through this disease. So when you called your mother, did you feel a sense of validation? Did you feel like this isn't my fault? I shouldn't, you know, feel shame about it? Was it, was it gratifying to you? It was gratifying to me, but I wanted to let her know that it was actually not her fault as well, because I've dealt with it all my life and she was a part of that. Young, growing up, the oldest of six siblings, I was the only one who had an issue with my weight. So it was hard for her to find clothing for me. It was hard for me to attend certain events because I didn't have the clothes to fit me. So I had to let her, her know as well, Mom, it, you, it was not your fault. Nothing that you did wrong, not overfeeding me, underfeeding me. As a matter of fact, my siblings ate more than I did. So, but I was the only one who had an issue with my weight. Renea shared that one of the things that really changed her life was recognizing that obesity was a chronic disease and not her fault. Here's weight management expert Dr. Holly Lofton on why it's about biology, not willpower, when it comes to reaching a healthier weight. I really believe that willpower is not a factor in weight management. And it's a construct that we as humans can understand, but what we have to really delve into is the body's natural desire to regain weight. So when you eat less and move more, 
the body is fighting back by slowing your metabolism, increasing your hunger hormones, and lowering your fullness or satiety hormones. And this is what drives weight regain. It's very important to understand that if you try to lose weight and you're not successful, that it's not your fault and that your body is really trying to preserve you as a human being and this is how our civilization has persisted over time. And if you need extra help, that there are safe, effective modalities that can be offered by the medical setting and I implore you to use those. So finding the right physician often means having a conversation with our primary care doctor about weight. How might you suggest someone have that conversation? Just, just get it started. The way I had that conversation was I told my primary doctor, we talked about some things and she was able to navigate the way I was able to set up and or refer me, if you will, to a doctor who actually managed in weight loss. So that's why I had to start with talking to her. It was a little, it made that next step a little bit more easier because I had a good rapport with her, anything that go on with me or with anyone in the family because she was our family physician and she was able to help me navigate through finding a doctor that was best for me. So you just said something interesting. You said the, the first conversation is the hardest and it makes the next conversation easier. So I guess for the folks watching at home, just to know like it gets easier the more you talk about it. It definitely get easier the more you talk about it. And your physician, primary care doctor would definitely be the first step to actually help you go through and find out hey, I need a team of people. I need someone to help me navigate this. You know, I weigh 527 pounds. I don't know what to do. I, I'm thinking I'm eating the right things. I'm feeding my family the same thing that I'm eating, but I have the weight issue and they do not have the weight issue, so what can I do? So how do you deal with cravings? Is it just a matter of maybe having a little bit less of what you crave? Sometimes you just ignore them? I cannot ignore my cravings. I tried that and it seemed to me that it's worse when you ignore them. But I had to manage and tell myself just one scoop or just half. I actually talk myself through this and I actually talk out loud so I can hear myself say these things. And that's part of my tool, saying these things out loud. I want a hamburger, okay? I can only have the half a hamburger. That should be enough for you to satisfy that craving. So you've lost almost 300 pounds, a lot of weight, but you still feel like you're on this journey. And a lot of people feel like once they lose the weight, okay, I'm, it's over, I'm done. But you feel it, you look at it differently. Tell, tell us how you see it. This journey is the rest of my life. It's a disease that's not going anywhere. So I have the management with the tools that I have and the tools that doesn't work for me, try another tool, you know, try something different, but I'm honest with myself to write these things down or be aware of these things and be able to make a change because it's the rest of my life and I wanna be healthy. And going back to when the doctor stated to me that I had to choose life or death, life is definitely what I'm choosing. Renee, let's talk a little bit about advocacy and how you've had to advocate for yourself along your journey. I had to advocate for myself for knowing that I had a problem with my weight. I tell people who will ask me, what did you do? How did you do it? And I encourage them, talk to your healthcare primary physician. That's the first thing. Oh, I don't know what to say, what to do. You just told me you had a problem with your weight. That's where you start. I have a problem with my weight. What can I do? 
can you help me? And that's as easy as I found out for me by talking to my primary physician. And once you kind of got that conversation started with your primary care doctor, did you have to go to several different doctors to find the one that you felt like was the right fit for you? I had to find two to three doctors, I believe. One physician that I actually talked to kind of talked to me as if it was my fault. But talking to that physician, I didn't like the responses that I got. So I had to go to another doctor. And I think at the third physician, I, to this day, still have a rapport with that physician. So what motivates you to keep going? You do a lot of work every day to eat healthy, try to be active. You know, how do you not get discouraged? What are you focused on? I focus on my family. My family is what keeps me going. Life is what keeps me going because those were the two options that I was given, life or death. So I'm, I'm choosing life. Life is, is where it is. This journey is where it is. Because it's a journey. It's the rest of my life. Due to this uh, disease called obesity, it's not going anywhere. So I have to manage it, and I have to have tools to help me manage it, along with a team to help me manage my tools. So how have you noticed your health improve since you've lost the weight? I'm more healthier. I'm able to walk a little bit longer, able to exercise, enjoy that grandson of mine. And he always wants to go outside into the park and I'm able to do those things with him. So if a viewer at home is watching and they're struggling with their weight and they're thinking, man, I would really like to have a success story like Renee, what would you like them to know? Where, where should they start? I would like people at home to know who is just like me, who has this disease, obesity to know that it's not your fault. Start talking to your healthcare physician, your primary physician, find or find a physician who can help you with your journey because that's what you're on is a journey. Such wise words. Thank you so much for joining us tonight. And thank you for having me. Take good care, good night.